Welcome to the Empowerment Radio Show, the show that empowers, inspires, and motivates. Hear from experts in all areas of business as they share proven techniques that have helped them earn millions and have more free time. Learn the tricks of the trade, including how to market your business and develop the million-dollar mindset needed to succeed. Be sure to register for more information at torontowomensexpo.com. Use hashtag EWTS, which is short for Empowering women to succeed. Now, let's welcome the host of the Empowerment Radio Show, Randy Goodman. Hello, everyone. This is Randy here with the Empowerment Radio Show and my very special guest, Maria Garcia Bavilacqua a doctor of natural medicine and a doctor of humanitarian services. She will tell us all about it in a bit. So Maria, you have a very interesting story and I can't wait to hear all about it. I would like to give a warm welcome to my podcast guest, Maria. Thank you for being here with us, Maria. Randy, 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 thank you so much. Wow, what an introduction. That's awesome. I am blessed and honored to be on this call, actually, and share a little bit of myself with everyone. So I'm just looking forward and bring it on. Ask me anything that you need. Awesome. Thank you. So I know uh, you have a journey that brought you to where you are today. Can you tell us a bit about uh, what brought you here to Canada and where you started off because I know it wasn't always in this industry that you're in today. So maybe tell us a little bit about your journey. Well, you can say it was quite a journey actually. I was uh, uh, born and raised here in Canada, I'm Canadian, and unfortunately at the age of 12 my mom passed away and my father, finding himself alone with uh, three kids, decided to go back home to Italy where they were actually uh, immigrated from here in Canada in the late 60s. And um, now, I, of course, there in Italy, I've lived for 25 years, got married, had a daughter, and of course, you know, life happens and uh, marriage didn't work well and I decided to come back home here in this land of opportunities. And um, I brought my daughter with me and that's where I started my life uh, all over again and uh, realizing that I had a lot to offer. Um, I was not satisfied with, you know, that nine-to-five job, and uh, I decided to become a doctor of natural medicine, went back to school. And in the same time, I also had Plan B with uh, a network marketing company, and, and I believed in the residual income of that network marketing company, and I slowly built it on the back burner and the back side of, of my business. But on full force, I am a doctor of natural medicine and became a doctor of natural medicine in 2009. And in the meantime, I had opened four clinics, highly successful in what I was doing. And, um, um, you know, was some point of my life where, you know, I was, you know, at the peak of my, my success. Everything was great, you know. And, um, but one thing, you know, God one morning decided to make different plans for me. I wake up realizing I was having a stroke. And um, then was rushed to the hospital to realize that it was not only a stroke, it was actually something even worse. I had an arteriovascular malformation with embedded um, aneurysm ready to explode any minute. 
so I had to go for a massive brain surgery and um, had some damage. Brain surgery had some complications, and the end result is that I'm partially blind. I had some, um, you know, trouble recovering from that. It took me about three years before I was able to get back to work and open my, my first clinic again. But let me tell you, those three years were really hard. I had lost everything I had worked so hard for, my house, my, my business, uh, and I had to file bankruptcy to get myself out of my, my debts because I was not able to work anymore. Um, right. And to this day, I'm not able to work the same way I, you know, I used to do it. You know. well, I call that age now, okay? I want to I hide behind that, okay? <laughs> but uh, uh, actually... Uh, you know, I, I want to I put that excuse, but, you know, I know deep in heart that, unfortunately, I'm never going to be the same that I used to mm-hmm. be five years ago. So today I, I reopened my clinic. I slowly built myself back together. I, as I said, I had built in the back burner that Plan B that um, gave me a great residual. That where I, and to all today I live off that residual on my business. And um, and what I what I do is that, um, I, I actually have considered my, let's call it disability, a blessing because I've okay. developed sight beyond sight and I've developed that capability of seeing what other people don't see. Um, I've had it before, but now it's much more enhanced uh, where I'm, you know, I thrive to help people um, move forward in their lives because I, I, quitting for me was never an option. Um, and I had always that vision in front of me of being a mother to my daughter, and, and you know I never wanted to have my daughter be an orphan the way I was at the age of twelve, and um, mm-hmm. and I, I suffered a lot when I was a kid, and I never wanted that for my daughter, and that was my motivation for me to never quit, to get off my deathbed, and to move forward, and to continue becoming successful and rebuild my business from scratch all over again. And um, I wish with my chapter to share that, um, that insight and inspiration with, um, with my experience, my, my near-death experience. And in that chapter, I, I, I say step-by-step, step, I mention step-by-step step everything that was going through my mind and what brought me off there, off that deathbed. And what made me survive for three years and, and what insights I had had in order for me to move forward so I am thrilled to, to share my, my experience with the audience, and I'm so looking forward to encountering each and every one of you in that chapter. Awesome. Um, you keep, thank you, Maria, for sharing all that very personal information. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's people in our audience who are listening to this podcast who are resonating with some of your story uh, in the the trials and tribulations that they may have gone through. So thank you for sharing that. Now, you keep mentioning a book. So do yes. you want to tell us a little bit about the book? Yes, I'm excited, thrilled, okay? Um, I've had this honor to be part of um, uh, a project in, in co-authoring a book with other authors, amazing authors, um, and the book is called Empowering Women to Succeed. And um, I was always looking for a way of sharing um, my experience uh, with, with the world because this is why I believe we live experiences, is to share what you've learned from it and hoping that someone will learn the same lesson. Because we have different ways of learning. 
Uh, the best way to learn is from other people's experiences. I, you may agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I, I prefer sharing my experience so people can learn rather than going through uh, the tribulations. And, and this book is a great vehicle of sharing, and all, all of the authors have amazing stories to share. And I'm honored and blessed to be part of that, and I'm so looking forward uh, to, to having this book launched. Uh, I believe it's going to be launched June 2nd, and I'm thrilled to, to meet the, uh, uh, the audience there. Yes, and we're completely thrilled to have you in the book, so thank you for that. Now, you are a doctor of natural medicine and a doctor of humanitarian services. Can you explain to our audience what do these two things actually mean? Well, a doctor of natural medicine and a doctor of humanitarian services. Um, so a doctor of natural medicine is actually... Um, uh, specializes in multiple disciplines. Um, we have, um, for example, I personally specialize in energy medicine, vibrational medicine, orthomolecular nutrition, hypnosis. Um, I'm specialized in pain management and also in life coaching. Like, I, I'm also a life coach. So a doctor of natural medicine kind of embraces the natural healing arts in the whole, like traditional Chinese medicine, homeopathy, naturopathy, and um, so we have a holistic approach in, in the healing arts. And so we're not just defined in one specific category. We have a glimpse of, bit of, of a little bit of everything, in acupuncture and so forth. Um, and as a doctor of, of humanitarian services, I'm a member of the World Organization of Natural Medicine. And what we do, we go abroad and, and we open humanitarian clinics and right now I'm working on a project with the Dominican Republic and opening a Dominican uh, clinic there of humanitarian services. And uh, I've been in, in the Dominican for um, uh, four clinics that, um, uh, about two years ago. And um, I'm, from there I was moved and inspired to continue my, my, my journey in opening these humanitarian clinics where we go there and volunteer our time. It's just like Doctors Without Frontiers, but we're doctors of mm-hmm. natural medicine and homeopathic doctors with the natural healing arts. So, and we do have nurses and other doctors too that come on board with us regardless if it's uh, natural healing or not. But we teach the communities where we go in how to um, live um, in, 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 let's call it a decent life, a healthy lifestyle, with the resources that they have. We teach them how to use the herbs as medicine to heal themselves so as they don't have access to medication. They can't afford to buy medication. You know, or we teach them hygiene. Uh, we teach them agriculture, how to, how to you know, grow their own foods in their own backyard or where, wherever piece of land that they're on. Most, of, most likely they're on in shacks, unfortunately. And especially okay. in those plantations there, in the sugar plant plantations, um, we, we had, you know, these villages that were very devastating scenarios, you know, barely any water and electricity. And, and so we taught them how to survive in those areas and in the same time the importance of education. And we have teachers that go there and volunteer. We have priests that go there and give a mass once a month or once a week according to what availability because sometimes it's not accessible, those villages, and according to mm-hmm. the scenario. So th- this is just the Dominican, but actually we had an expedition that, was, that just came back from Peru 
they just opened another humanitarian clinic in Peru. There's, there's um, hundreds of humanitarian clinics around the world with the World Organization of Natural Medicine. And I'm proud and honored to be part of that, uh, that team. Well, I'm proud and honored to be connected to you. That's very altruistic of you, uh, you know, to be so involved in helping people all over the world because these things are so important. And if we didn't have volunteers like yourself, there's so many people that are in dire straits all over the world, millions, billions, I don't know how many. But the fact that you take an active role and go and do that, that's phenomenal. So thank you for that. You're welcome. So what made you get interested in getting into this industry in the first place? Well, I was interested in this industry since I was a little girl, um, watching my mother ill and um, uh, seeing my mother um, helpless. And um, unfortunately, she um, passed away with uh, lymphatic cancer. And that was back in 1976. So in those days, medicine was not as advanced as it is today. Maybe today she would have survived. Uh, But um, I had, uh, I remember my mother had a lot of faith. So that's another element that always brought me forward in my journey was the faith that my mother had given to me an inheritance. Uh, And um, I had this great faith and she taught me the faith. And, And this faith actually made me understand the importance of helping others. And, um, and she had been actually, she went to see a healer back then in 1975 where doctors had said to her she had only six months of life with that cancer. And through prayer and through a natural, um, natural healing arts, um, she actually was um, able to survive an extra two years and able to say her goodbyes properly with her children and making them understand that it was just not a, it was not a loss it was just a goodbye and that um she would be around us in her own ways if not in the physical form but in the spirit form so at a very young age i've learned the existence of spirit and i've learned the existence of uh, of i don't want to call it paranormal <laughs> But we yeah. are connected with the other side of the world, with the other side. Yeah. And, and, and so, therefore, there's, there's, as I said, there's a whole other world that is uh, on the other side. And, and we are truly connected with it. It's just that we don't have the awareness of it. And so that's where I decided to study more into depth uh, the spiritual healing and uh, the natural healing arts. And that's why I was inspired if I could actually help people get educated on how to uh, use your own intuitive skills and how to become your own healer because we're born healers. And I'm sure. truly convinced, and even with my practice and experience, over 20 years of experience, I've seen cancer patients survive more than what the expectations were supposed to be according to doctors just because of their faith and because of their, and their attitude and, and, and the natural healing arts that were um, actually uh, followed, some, you know, having healthy diets and so forth, right? Now, I don't want to get okay. too much into details on this because it will take a whole session, <laughs> right? But okay. just to give okay. a glimpse, the, the, it's, it's the most important element that we have is the mind. And I teach people how to use the mind. And it's thanks to my education and my studies, I've learned 
the, uh, to understand how powerful the mind is in healing. And that's mm-hmm. what I teach my clients, and that's what I give also talks on. In fact, the next talk that I'm having is going to be in Honolulu, Hawaii. I've been invited as um, a keynote speaker at the conference of the Pacific Rim Conference on Disabilities and Diversity in, in May, in the coming in the, in the next three weeks. So I'm actually there to teach those students, university students, um, the, uh, the understanding of the power of the mind and how powerful it is to heal if we just would learn how to use it better, <laughs> right? And, and that's what inspired me, is the mind. The mind inspired me how, because this powerful mind helped my mother survive an extra couple of years, and I've seen it in my experience, all my patients that, you know, and my clients, that with the power of the mind, they were able to overcome many, many obstacles, and not only on a physical level, also emotional, mental, and spiritual level. Mm-hmm. I totally believe the mind is very strong, very strong. Um, it can do a lot of things. And uh, I know some people are not convinced of that, but uh, I know it's very powerful. And uh, the way you allow your mindset to go can control a lot of things in your life. So it's very important to work on that. I totally agree with you. So what would you say are the most challenging issues that people face that you encounter? Themselves. The most challenging issue that a human being has is the self <laughs> mm-hmm. and, um, and, and with the belief that they have. So unfortunately, I say unfortunately because um, uh, most um, dis-ease, I don't want to put it disease in the whole world, like this hyphenated ease that people have in their lives is, is the fact of belief, okay? That's the big factor. When we think about something, we have a thought, okay? That thought generates an energy. And when we think, um, we actually go into the archives of our mind and we pull out the folders of beliefs, okay? And as we pull out these folders, we categorize whatever event is happening in our life to what action we need to take. So based on mm-hmm. what belief we have, for example, I have someone that may be depressed, okay, that comes into my office and they ask for a session for uh, life coaching, counseling, and they mm-hmm. come to me and they say, you know, I'm depressed, I don't know what's happening, I don't want to do anything, you know, the, the classical uh, event. And the first thing I ask is, you know, talk to me. I let them talk to me. Uh, and, I, and when they're talking, actually, as I said, a thought generates energy, Right. And that mm-hmm. thought that generates energy vibrates. And being specialized in energy medicine, vibrational medicine, I can capture that vibration and that energy. And based on that energy frequency, I can understand if the belief belongs to them about a certain scenario or belongs to someone else. For example, a parent that has t- said to the, the child, don't jump in the water, you're going to drown. And that child mm-hmm. has developed fear of water, Right. Uh, yeah. and, and therefore, they, they actually think, you know, I, I can't swim, you know, or they just uh, stand there at the shore and just watch the, the ocean and never dare to go in because they think they're going to drown because at the age of four or five, their parents said, don't jump in the water, you're going to drown, okay? And because okay. at the age of four, they made up that mind, they carried on, it's part of their archive and beliefs, that arch- their archive and beliefs, 
And they pull it out every time they're standing in front of water. So this is where I, I, I believe that, um, you know, where I say that the, the more standing is the self. Because when they come to the realization of understanding that that belief doesn't belong to them, something happens in the mind. Something triggers. So as I said at the beginning, that thought has energy and has frequency. The frequency, the frequency shifts because that belief actually chooses another pathway, a pathway of transformation. So instead of saying, I want to change, okay, when someone comes to me, I want to change my life, I tell them, you don't want to change your life. You want to transform your life. So this is where I, I, I try to make people understand the important thing is to know the self first. And that's how you can mm-hmm. do anything on a physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. Absolutely. Thank you. So You're welcome. What kind of help do you suggest people take when they find that they have some issues? Um, well, first of all, let's see what type of issue they may have. So first and foremost, if they have a physical symptom or discomfort, I always recommend to go to see first their doctor or any specialist that is related to that because mm-hmm. I'm a doctor of natural medicine and therefore I can only suggest, I, uh, you know, in, in my, my faculty, in my practice, it's not my scope of practice to diagnose or to, um, to prescribe. So, mm-hmm. um, but what I give, I give suggestions and my suggestion first is to get yourself diagnosed from a doctor, see what, what diagnosis you have. And then we work with what, what we have, what information we have. And based on that, um, I actually suggest always, you know, to, to first of all, um, get in touch with, um, with, with what is around, what resources they have available, okay? Uh, so the first and foremost is the doctor, the family doctor. And never see the family doctor as just someone to go get medication from because family doctors are out there to even listen. There's a lot of valid family doctors out there that, that, that are, are, are there to listen. So just speak first to the family doctors. As I work a lot with doctors too, they, I'm referred by other family doctors. But okay. the thing is that um, that's the first and foremost is, is knowing exactly what's going on with you, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes, yeah, we may have been misdiagnosis and it happens, it's, it's normal, and we have to be open to that too. And by having multiple... Um, uh, consultations with other doctors, having like the second and third opinion, especially when you ha- you're a cancer patient. Okay, some cancer mm-hmm. patients that come to me, okay, my doctor said it's this. And I don't want to say, no, it's not that. And I can't, it's not my place to say that either. Uh, but I we suggest go for a second opinion, even a third if need be. Okay, because mm-hmm. that's what people don't think and don't understand that they have the right to do that. So find investigators, be your own investigator, be your own uh, private eye, okay, mm-hmm. to see what is mm-hmm. going on and what resources you have around. And it's okay to ask because people think, okay, if I ask, I look stupid. That's the worst thing, thing you can do is, is say, if I'm going to ask somebody or the dog, I'm going to ask this as a stupid question. Never say to yourself it's a stupid question because if the question arises, it means you don't know. So that's okay. another resource that you have to look into yourself. If you have a question, look for the answer. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Thank you. Uh, Maria, can you tell us what your business is called? It's called um, uh, OHM Natural Healing. And actually my website is www.ohmnaturalhealing. 
And um, and Is that dot com? I actually yes, dot com, yes, naturalhealing.com. dot com. And uh, yeah, so I have a lot of information out there. I do a lot of things. I also do uh, spiritual retreats. Uh, and you have everything on my website. I have dates there posted, and I do meditation events where I teach people how to get in touch with the self. And, um, yeah, and I enjoy myself doing this. It's my passion. I love it. I just love it. Love it. I love it. Thank you. So what kind of results can people expect when they go through this healing process with you? Um, Let's put it this way. Um, I actually have uh, people that uh, come with expectations. And the first thing I say, never have expectations. Because when you have an expectation, you put a limit to what you can have and what you can achieve. And there's no limit. So when someone comes to see me, I first analyze what is the situation. You know, I kind of give an assessment what the scenario is. And then I just tell them, what do you want? What is it that you're expecting of it? And when I, I make them understand why do you want to expect X Instead of having, what about X, Y, and Z? Instead of just having X, why can't you have the whole picture? Instead of having only mm-hmm. the, 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 the dessert at the end, why don't you have the whole entrees, right? The whole way mm-hmm. of, of the meal, the whole course. So, mm-hmm. so people are limited, unfortunately, because that's what they know, right? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I actually, um, I, I think the expectation of, of being uh, aware, uh, increasing their awareness and, and their knowledge so that they can make um, great decisions on understanding what beliefs belong to them and what beliefs don't belong to them. And they can move okay. forward in transforming their lives on their own because they actually just need someone to show them what is the path, but the path they are to be empowered to do that on their own. And that's what I do. I empower people to walk their paths on their own, on their journey. Yes, find coaches. Mm-hmm. Yes, find mentors, but the journey is yours. Absolutely. Thank you. So what would you tell people about trying to get into this industry? Is it difficult? Are there any tricks to the trade? Well, I have to say that um, it, it, you have to be passionate about it. Okay, that's one thing. It's being passionate about it. Um, and, of course, you have to love people, right? You have to love what, what you do. And another thing is, yes, this industry is a bit um, complicated because, you know, the government doesn't um, help as much. You know, people Mm -hmm. find that going to a naturopathic doctor or going to uh, natural healing arts may be costly because the government doesn't um, cover those expenses. Some insurance companies do and some don't, right? So Mm -hmm. most people are held back because of, of um, you know that they were not supported by by the, the healthcare system, but that doesn't make us less um, effective. Okay, just because the healthcare system mm-hmm. doesn't support us, um, we are quite valid in regards to creating first and foremost the mindset on of how to heal yourself and how to be the healer of the self. So. Mm-hmm. that's what I believe that we need to focus on most likely. It's not a matter if the industry is or, or not challenging. Any business has its own challenges. And in, it's, it's, it's always, I go back to the first thing I said, it's about the self. Where do you see yourself? How do you see yourself in this industry? And you can create your own industry. You can create it in the only way that you want. For example, I'm the first person, in, like in 2006, I'm the first registered etheric health practitioner in all Canada 
that have been recognized by the Canadian Examination Board of Healthcare Practitioners. So I'm the pioneer of that industry, right? So because I decided I'm going to make this an industry. I decided I have to be part. I'm going to put this etheric practice into the industry and make that valid because people have great benefits from it. I've experienced it in my many years of practice. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think is that you create your own industry. You become the pioneer. You move forward. You are empowered because you have the power. I love that answer. Thank you. You're right. You're welcome. We do have the power. People may not believe it, but they do. <laughs> so can you tell us again uh, how people can get in touch with you? Uh, if you can tell them your website again. Yes, my website is OHM naturalhealing.com and I'll be more than happy to uh, connect with you or you can connect with me. Thank you so much. Well, what an incredible journey, Maria. I know you are resonating with a lot of people right now and it was such an honor to speak with you today and I'm honored to be sharing the book with you as well and thank you for being on our podcast. It's a great honor, Ronnie. Thank you. And I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to this podcast. And please remember to subscribe and share. And we'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to the Empowerment Radio Show. Want more empowerment from Randy Goodman? Stay up to date and follow Randy on Twitter at RandyConnects. That's Randy with an I. Remember to use hashtag EWTS, which is short for Empowering Women to Succeed. Or visit TorontoWomensExpo.com. 